time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show is the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey, Time to get geeked up. What's going on, geeks? Welcome to the Geeked Up Fall Preview Special. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the Rupert Pupkin to my Arthur Fleck, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning a very, in. A very topical introduction there yeah, for yeah. us as we'll uh, definitely get into the uh, the big rip-off ski that was the Joker. Yeah. A <laughs> little spoiler alert from that. That's a fall movie. That's probably the, one of the first ones that have come out this month. I'm gonna say for myself, it was a little getting right into it with this with the reviews. Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna jump right in. <laughs> but no, I was gonna say for myself, it's a little interesting to uh, finally do one of these things without the uh, beginning of a song from a movie we've been listening to. <laughs> I know we've... without share, uh, without share, <laughs> opening up the show. We don't know a little XOXO. <laughs> I guess it's uh, it's no Tehe Prometido, but Andre Davi ain't too bad himself. <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done it. It's been a while. Yeah, I guess it would be back to what the uh, fall uh, or the summer movie special. But I, I guess the Geeked Up show kind of kind of turned seasonal yeah. a little bit, a little bit. As like, and we were still coming at you with game times as well. That's right. As That's of Seinfeld course we game did. Time. Yeah, as of course we did. The uh, accountant Mike joined us <laughs> for the right. uh, Seinfeld uh, trivia night contest. The accountant uh, to the which Geeked was uh, also actually kind of all inspired. If you remember from the summer preview special, where we, where we uh, uh, teased the upcoming Seinfeld night at City Field, and teaser alert: more hilarious bobbleheads for the fall <laughs> <laughs> on deck later. So, but uh, we we talked to about uh, geeked up weekend at City Field, yeah, and then the epic, the heroics of Seinfeld night. Uh, so definitely, if you don't know about what we're talking about. Uh, definitely consult the geeked up uh, uh, game time Seinfeld trivia contest where we give you the whole rundown and the, the episode too is taking over. So and I guess plus if you haven't uh, listened to that episode, you'd be wondering why we were wearing those ridiculous pirate <laughs> costumes on the Facebook page. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So uh, all questions answered on geeked up game time right. Seinfeld trivia contest. But uh, 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 more commonly, like you mentioned, coming at you with the newest project from the Geeked Up Boys. Mm -hmm. But, of course, Geeked Up presents Netflix and Chat. Netflix and Chat. <laughs> Where uh, the last ones we were doing on that, I think the last one we Where did we're was... We're still in the, in the time loop that is yeah. time loops. Of, uh... I think we're in part two of that. <laughs> Where uh, the last one we listened to was Ark on Netflix and Chat. Was the Ark. Or and, uh, was it Ark? If you guys no really the... are just dedicated listeners to the Geeked Up podcast... We're doing this other thing, too. We're just watching Netflix movies, and uh, <laughs> I think you guys know by this point. But I mean, yeah, we've done nine episodes, whatever. I hope they know by yeah. now, but... Uh, I was doing the time loop thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just explained to him again. <laughs> this way, if anybody actually says we uh, repeat ourselves a lot... <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, you've missed Roma, you've missed Stranger <laughs> yeah. Things. There's oh, no. <laughs> it's an arc situation. But uh, I guess, and then we have the very special... 
uh, uh, spooky ticket. That's right. <laughs> we do the spooky ticket uh, on the last episode of uh, Netflix and Chat, where we're watching Stephen King's new movie, Into the Tall Grass. Yes. Where, uh, there's a, a spooky ticket where uh, where we'll talk about Doctor Sleep later on in this one. However, uh, In the Tall Grass, a Netflix prom- uh, exclusive. Or original, rather. It is. So we're going to be uh, uh, Netflix and chatting about that in honor of uh, the Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> I guess. And what I like to think is that part three of our uh, <laughs> part three of our time loop trilogy, because you listen to the... Uh, I'm getting monstered right now. <laughs> <laughs> our Halloween Netflix and chat. A little bit slow to the draw with the uh, uh, monsters on there. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the look on Liam's face, and I feel like I'm getting monstered yeah, right now. I was uh, monstered. So yeah. this will be. This is the. Uh, this is going to be the intro to the in the tall grass. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. There's a little spoiler. These are right alert uh, for that, I suppose. But, but like I said, I do think it is like the uh, part three. If you listen to the last episode, we uh, of uh, Netflix and chat, we did. Uh, talk about how it's looked very similar to the last two goddamn movies we watched which were uh time loop movies oh that's right actually i forgot about yeah. that but we are getting back into like a a false reality and like that's a what time, i'm saying uh, i'm calling it part three of our uh time loop trilogy yeah, our time continuum theory uh, it's whole... gonna be a spooky twist so make sure you listen to that on a old netflix and chat there we go. You ask and you, uh... <laughs> you ask and you... So that is the uh, Netflix and chat. Uh, uh, you know, that's the Netflix and chat. For everything else, you know, we're on Facebook, like I said. We're also on our original format, the old Geeked Up podcast.com backslash soundcloud on the cloud i haven't done that one in a while it doesn't really roll off the <laughs> tongue <laughs> not quite the uh um you can always email us any questions concerns comments golden tickets or just geeked up things in general at the geeked up podcast at gmail.com that's the geeked up podcast yeah. gmail.com gmail.com soon to be for the last five years soon to be on twitter and instagram uh we're almost there more social media is coming soon mm-hmm. maybe a game uh xbox gamer tag who knows <laughs> let's be honest at this point probably not but uh that should bring us right into this fall preview except for the fact that i was talking about the summer movie previews they're just the summer preview special in general yeah being the last uh, i think uh, when we did it the uh big thing that we already saw was the avengers which was leading right into summer that was the big summer blockbuster to kick us off and then we ran through all of the amazing summer movies to come. Ending, by the way, with a Rambo Last Blood, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is what ended our summer preview. And I uh, gotta be honest, it, it was amazing. So, but if we're talking about this and kicking back to it, like, what could we possibly be talking about? Because you remember there was three things we were very excited about. I think one we already saw, which was Avengers. And then there was two things we were very excited about. I think it was Deadwood the movie <laughs> and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. And the new Quentin Tarantino classic, uh, Once Deadwood. Upon a Time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess they both had Bullock. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
But really, we just want to give a big shout out, I guess, a quick little review of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Cause, uh, yeah, I guess really just honorable mention out of the fact that we both loved it. Yeah. And I guess expected a teaser alert, expect another Once Upon a Time in Hollywood breakdown, a more full breakdown, I'd say. For sure. In the Oscar special yeah, uh, coming up later on this year. But pro- perhaps the next time we'll get a chance to really sink our teeth into it. Uh, although I'd say uh, a slightly nudging Deadwood. Uh, which came in silver to a solid Rambo Last Blood uh, uh, in third. However. Something tells me neither of those guys are going to have any Oscar nods. So this might be the last you're hearing from them yeah, on this one. As well. But, uh, yeah, big fans. Uh, me and Lee took the geeked up experience. We uh, went. We got the Chicago-style popcorn. <laughs> we had our legs, legs up on the, that, uh, pop- the Chicago-style popcorn I was talking about. And, uh, it's one of those things, too, like, Obviously, we've been doing this for a long time, and uh, we saw this movie together, and if you've seen it, spoiler alert, Bradley Cooper doesn't <laughs> die at the end. <laughs> but um, we left the movies at the same time. It was like, wow, like if you've seen it, you know the last 30 minutes is pretty fucking yeah, fun yeah. to watch. And we left the movies at the same time. We were just like, man, what the fuck did I just watch? And for I was sure. like, I don't know. We should talk about it. Having said that, my train's in 10 minutes. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like left Liam standing there. <laughs> just, like Didn't quite have time to process. <laughs> Yeah, and then we uh, uh, haven't spoken about it until now. <laughs> yeah, this and is... then we decided to save conversation for the next couple of months until. Uh... But you're right. I think that's going to be one we're really going to dive into. For well, the, I uh... feel that I guess my sh- my base impulse thoughts right off the bat. Mm. Definite, I feel uh, compared to any Tarantino movie. Uh, uh, before I'd say definite Oscar potential just in terms of the uh, sure. acting performances where I feel like really carried by DiCaprio and Pitts uh, acting performances so I definitely expect to see major uh, play for those two guys yeah. specifically and just compared to a lot of other Tarantino movies I'd say maybe a little bit more you know uh, I would say the guy that Oscar plays worthy. Manson should get uh, <laughs> best actor in that one just because uh, so much hype for being in that movie for. Eleven yeah, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I guess breakout star was uh, 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 Ethan Hawke's daughter. <laughs> I would say uh, Uma Thurman's daughter was better. I, mean, I guess it. yeah. Consult a uh, uh, Stranger Thing, uh, Netflix and Stranger Things for that whole confusion. But uh, uh, yeah, great performances all over the place from. Uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to Charles Manson. I was but, saying, uh, uh, randomly enough, I was talking to somebody about it today, and they were telling me how uh, it was very unlike any Tarantino movie they've ever seen. And I was like, really? Because if you, uh, for me personally, if I had never seen a trailer for that movie, right, didn't know anything about it, and sat in like a blank theater, and they're like, oh, we're going to have you watch this movie. I'm like, all right, cool. Watched it. And at the end, if they were like, who do you think directed this movie? I think my first guess would have been uh, well, I'd say Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah, right. Then Tarantino. Really, uh, yeah. A Jean-Luc Godard kind yeah. of. A... But no, I would say, no, I like, mean, I know that dialogue it anywhere. Had the, it had the Tarantino twist at the end and the end kind of but got the wild dialogue crazy, of it too like but i think i, I would say that it was kind of more I, I i would agree with that sentiment actually where i felt that it was a lot more of a slow pace a lot more of just like a, a, a standard drama mm. in kind of theme and like presentation throughout the first two hours of it but i would argue then it kind of gets wild there is great dialogue right? but it's wouldn't i argue I with you that's about. every tarantino movie whereas like you go to reservoir yeah, dogs mean, it's a big diamond uh but it's like a burglar you've never seen but it's like a wild 
most of the movie is the talking aspect the of it. Way. But it's not. Reservoir Dogs is the one more dialogue-based one. That was obviously yeah. first. Pulp Fiction definitely has like a very weird dynamic yeah, vibe. Yeah, I'll the give The Kill you that. Bill's very weird dynamic Well, Kill Bill's its own thing. Uh, uh, of course, you know, Inglorious Bastards mm. and uh, uh, Django Unchained both like are just crazy content matter that are like wild But Jackie Brown is another uh, dialogue-based like... Yeah, I, I could say so. Again, very steeped in the whole, you mm. know... Uh, 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 crime drama culture yeah. in that one as well. It was a big jump from but his first three. I would say, for me, it definitely kind of felt in my book more like a Coen Brother movie Yo. than a Tarantino movie where, uh, until you got to the end, you know, but uh, up until that, just, yeah, great dialogue, you know, reminiscent of a Tarantino movie, but just more of just like a standard, great classic Even the drama, end, I could even give it a uh, Coen Brothers kind of like finish, kind of like a... Uh, yeah, I suppose. Uh, that Western thing they did, you know, where the guy's getting shot in the head, a Buster's Scruggs that had okay, very yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. For sure, man. for sure. But uh, all in all, definitely, I felt showing the range of Tarantino, which is definitely ultimately what I think he was trying to do in this movie as well. Yeah. He was going out to make uh, something more uh, thematic of the Once Upon a Time series, as Correct. well as a kind of you know he was trying to make a slower paced kind of uh, also a nod to Hollywood. It was really cool for me actually on a personal note. But I literally was out in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles the week before the premiere. Oh, dope. So soak in a lot of like the sites that were a lot of it was uh, shot on location even though it was supposed to be of the era it was like still you know they use contemporary Los Angeles and you're a real it. creep too so you went to like the Sharon Tate house and all that <laughs> exactly like, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> I was, I was uh, <laughs> peering through windows in the yeah. Hollywood Hills and there was some cool <laughs> shit up there no but I was actually at Tarantino's uh, movie theater the New Beverly Center okay. the night of the grand premiere which was also seen it was one of the clips uh, in the Where movie the porn was from the new yeah. exactly He's from the New Beverly Center, and uh, uh, just really, it was so that was cool for me. And what I saw that night was a double feature of like uh, Tarantino-inspired movies from the era. That like, so it was really cool. And and again, just seeing a lot of the Los Angeles scenes. So let me guess, Pam Greer was in one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately not. Actually, it was, but it was as well. It definitely had that kind of feel uh, uh, that you would. It's just one of those you might not notice it if you're not familiar with the scenes of Mm -hmm. Los Angeles. However, if you are familiar with like the Los Angeles scenery, it adds a little something to it, much like a New York movie. If you're familiar with the location, Liam's looking at me like, right now because he's known I've never been to LA. <laughs> he's like, yeah, down yeah, my yeah, nose. no, for a fact. Yeah, somebody like you might <laughs> yeah. not be able to understand <laughs> too. Uh, but uh, so that was just another little cool. But it was definitely an ode to Los Angeles, and he was just going. Uh, my point being, ultimately, was he was going much like in Kill Bill, where he was going, he was making kung fu movies, yeah, or Death Proof, where he was making. No, this crazy, was this was like a time specific for sure. kind of movie genre that he sunk his teeth into, uh, uh, gave it his own identity at the end. Like you said, definitely put his thumbprint on it uh, all throughout. Great dialogue, amazing acting performance. I'd say if we were gonna give. Give it a Netflix and chat. Oh, no. No, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not here. But we're not because this is not going to root his dad. <laughs> uh, unbeknownst to all the beautiful Netflix movies we've watched up to this point. I, I, I do agree with you to that aspect, too. And uh, even the ending was very Tarantino, if not Kimmel ruined to some extent, yeah. too, because that was a big thing of you and me going to this movie. And I guess... I mean, it's a summer movie. We will give the spoiler that history is changed a little yeah. bit. I mean, at this point, um, it's pretty old to give a spoiler on, you know. For sure. But, but uh, 
I hadn't really like made a point not to read any of the IMDb it's trivia and my fucking goddamn YouTube like <laughs> demands like you know the day of the movie YouTube's like hey why don't you watch Tarantino uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt all on Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Kimmel and like an idiot I bit the uh, Kimmel bit definitely the uh, gave a spoiler to you right with the uh, well, doing he, he didn't give a straight spoiler but he gave he you the what said, if like, he goes like man you know I don't want to give any spoilers but you really have a way of changing in history, yeah. it's just like, oh, dude, like, come on. Because I mean, at the crux of this movie, it was like Sharon Tate, and I guess that does deserve a good nod to uh, Margot Robbie, who played Sharon Tate, because I was, like, really anxious and had a lot of anxiety watching this movie, especially towards the end where Kurt Russell's narrating yeah, it, yeah. and, like, she's very pregnant, no, for sure. and you know what you're about to see, yeah, and you, you know it's a Tarantino exactly movie. I was that. very anxious on the edge of my seat, sure. whereas poor you were just like, well, I bet she doesn't <laughs> die here. But At what point is he smoking an acid drip cigarette yeah, and start it, fucking blowing, <laughs> torch-blowing people? Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, super dope. It was a for great sure. movie. I will say that that was one of my problems with the movie though uh just in terms of myself not necessarily the kimmel spoiler which was a bummer and i definitely saw that coming straight because of that you Mm -hmm. know moment of kimmel but uh uh, i'd say upon first viewings i saw it twice enjoyed it much more the second time but kind of like what your boy was saying uh, uh today that you spoke with or whatever about not feeling like a tarantino movie i just had much different expectations going in so mm-hmm. as the movie's playing out I'm kind of overthinking it in my head when I'm For going sure. at what point's it going to pick up and when they're at like the uh, uh, you know the uh, 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 campground scene with all of yeah, the yeah 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 I was that, very you know, tense during that scene too those yeah. places? a the commune a commune so when he's out there you know I'm kind of at the uh, you know and then when so I kind of just kept psyching myself up sure. and that was the, the main thing that was distracting me I watched the second time after knowing what happened and just kind of like enjoyed the performances and enjoyed the movie and uh, even enjoyed it more than I did the first time which I already thought it was real good but but ding you know what that sound means this isn't the uh, summer movie goddamn once upon a time in Hollywood breakdown because yes. I'm sure during Oscar season we have a lot more to talk about for sure so I'm sorry to you listeners out there. I feel like we wasted a lot of time just talking about summer. <laughs> but let's get into the fall movie uh Preview, you know? <laughs> I kind of broke away at the end. Strong beginning there. <laughs> but um, if you thought we had a lot to say about the summer movie we loved, I guess since this is the uh, fall preview, we're going to start with the movies before the TVs. Just I think that's the way Andre says it in the song. <laughs> yeah, we go by Andre. Uh... I know y'all folks feel me. <laughs> and uh, if we you go thought... with Andre Davi's sequential order, of course. If you thought we had a uh, lot to uh, say about Once Upon a Time... It turns out the first fall movie we saw was the Joker. Yeah, much like uh, Avengers and uh, much like Avengers Endgame, yeah. uh, we're starting off the fall special with the headliner. Uh, and we broke this one up too because Liam actually went with Mike the Accountant. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if you thought we wasted a lot of time at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, here comes a lot of hilarious opinions on the Joker. Get ready for the Joker because I think. It goes without saying, most of the other movies and sh- things we're going to preview here, we haven't watched yet, so that's why it's a preview. This is the first fall one to kick things off, and uh, much like how the Joker kicked off, I'll kick it off by saying, <laughs> 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 Oh, boy. <laughs> 
No, and I think uh, I guess I say, oh boy, like kind of joking around. Yeah. But I did like the movie for sure. Did I uh, have trepidations with it? Did I want to like feel bad for the Joker, old Arthur Fleck, watching Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> because I did, man. When he like stopped for a moment and watched uh, Charlie Chaplin on the screen and had a little chuckle to himself, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I feel bad for this guy. I might be checked out of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the things that uh, I feel like we did talk about it. I think like it did come up at some point on the show where we kind of vaguely talked about it. And I, uh, I think it was or- even when we were predicting that Leo might be playing the okay. Joker. Well, like For sure, potentially broke out. Yeah, but what, like... what definitely scared me a lot about going uh, going into it, and I feel definitely uh, came to roost. But uh, <laughs> my biggest fear, uh, and and to bring you to the world of professional wrestling, where of course <laughs> I talk about, it, and also as well, I think it happened a little bit in the uh, Deadwood movie. But it happens a lot in professional wrestling, where ultimately what happens is when the bad guy Uh-oh. becomes very popular, so uh, right, and he has to become the good guy. Can I get takes... it? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways, yes. When yeah. Stone Cold was the bad guy, no, he best, was the bad then guy. All of a sudden, and then he's the good guy, and it takes a lot of it changes their whole personality. So when you have mm-hmm. the Joker as you know the bad guy, it's it's he's the he's the uh, uh, evil, horrid bad guy that we know. When you make him the star of the movie, they kind of have to anti-hero him and make a him a more yeah, sympathetic correct. character, which is really what I feel. Or else you don't the, have a movie because it's basic movie breakdown. Like yeah. you have to have your protagonist no for sure you'd be an anti-hero what, what or hero Devin, go I feel we're a, looking for uh, uh you we, we we want a joker that's position in life is to put over batman you know what i mean and i guess i should uh segue in here and too and say that uh bradley cooper is going to die at the end because this <laughs> is the first i should have probably started yeah, with this this is the enough. fall preview so like a lot of these movies are new we should throw a spoiler for in sure. here. That, okay, uh, good call. Bradley Cooper. Bradley does. Cooper dies at the end, and Bradley Cooper as well, actually, uh, uh, producer. executive producer <laughs> yeah. of the Joker. Okay, here's a big was... thing that we've talked about: how we talked about how this was a Scorsese produced Joker sure. with the director uh, Todd we'll Phillips from The Hangover. Biggest, yes, but. Looking it up, Scorsese did not produce this fucking movie, dude. Yeah, I was, there was, I was looking for him, actually. Dude, scouring It his... was Brad Cooper just fucking ripped off Scorsese. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, didn't give him the royalties or whatever, but... Uh... And they're like, oh, should we change the script around? No, we're still going to have be a love letter to Scorsese. <laughs> yeah. Because in the end, um, we, we you've said it to me, too, like off mic, but it really is uh, king of comedy... And um, Taxi Driver. Definitely. 100%. Yeah, like, for sure. A lot of Travis Bickle, uh, uh, way more Rupert Pupkin, which, yeah. you know what, I could definitely do, uh, I could definitely, you know, be okay with just in terms of if you're going to make a movie about, like, a psychopathic uh, maniac, taking a lot from Travis Bickle and Rupert Pupkin, totally cool. Uh, uh, I feel, uh, uh, with King of Comedy, however, that most uh, people aren't familiar with, so they're not necessarily going to know as much. But do you not like, like the homage of uh, De Niro now playing the talk show host. Well, that's and, what I uh, hated actually about it the most. <laughs> uh, because I like, if you want to just inspire him on Rupert Pupkin, a delusional maniac that sure. just like has some psychological issues uh, while being like a fledgling, a fledgling comic or whatever. And apparently the Joker, uh, uh, there was somebody told me, perhaps you could uh, testify, but there is like a, a comic book series storyline in which the Joker 
Theater did start as like a struggling nightclub. Correct, comedian. and that is called right. the. So, uh, and that's actually called the Killing Joke. Okay, the which Killing is a, Joke. A big Alan Moore, a very famous comic, and this you're right because this movie is loosely based off so of the Killing wanna, Joke. So if you want to and then you, you're so you're inspired by him being a, a nightclub comic, and then mm. from there you go to Rupert Pupkin, and you want to inspire by Rupert Pupkin, and then you throw in a little Travis Bickle. That's cool. What I hated about it was the whole uh, De Niro angle. Of course, De Niro played Rupert Pupkin, sure. who in the movie, spoiler alert on King of Comedy uh, 50 years uh, late, but uh, basically in King of Comedy, if you're not familiar, uh, De Niro plays like a delusional comic that's like stuck. You're uh, in this going between the real world and his delusional fantasy where he's like rubbing elbows with Jerry, uh, Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Uh, yeah, much like him, uh, uh, Joaquin, in this movie in a lot of regards. But Being then ultimately, the it culminates to him getting on the Jerry Lewis kind of Tonight Show and holding it hostage yeah. and having the crazy moment. So that angle from the Joker, I felt, made it but too direct he, of a ripoff. Uh, if I'm where, not mistaken, doesn't he let Jerry Lewis go at the end? Well, they kind of, I, I think it just ends with him. He's just like, you're all going to remember my name now. And like he yeah, holds okay. the hostage or whatever. So it's not like he doesn't shoot him on, li- you know, on live TV like he does in the Joker. But uh, it's just uh, to get the that portrayal of like to get that character trait you're trying to portray you didn't need to do the storyline with him actually going on the tonight show which for me just kind of took me out of it because it was such a blatant redo of the king of comedy okay so where i just felt like you're all right you're like just going over the uh, the line it's like when p diddy samples by using the entire hook as opposed to just the beat you know what i mean it's well, take like take that take that take that <laughs> my whole thing was uh i me personally, I thought the big like uh, ending for this thing of the Joker movie because like I thought he really was gonna kind of to me become the Joker and I saying I didn't like I didn't like it as a Joker movie. I guess I could say I would definitely if it was just that. called um what would you say like, if it was just the tragic clown or Pavarotti Pavarotti or whatever, would be Pavarotti the would be a great sure. one if, if he was crazy if it was the story the of crazy Do, uh, crazy Joe Devola and I guess that to me too and I did go into it looking at it from like all right it's not going to be a, he's never going to see the Batman it's well, an he origin does story though. he does well, he kind of does but it's he not like literally him as chokes Batman, the Batman no he didn't know him yeah he chokes Alfred he doesn't choke well doesn't he like reach through oh yeah I guess yeah he makes him smile but you know what I mean so like he Directly in yeah, yeah, like, it shows the epic Batman uh, appearance murder scene. You know sure, what I those mean? Those fucking pearls, <laughs> those goddamn pearls, throw off every time. To me, the old alley, like it was very Batman from that. Aspect. Okay, and that I guess the same angle is what I'm trying to say here is that if you're gonna call it the Joker, I thought there was gonna be a very big methodical like Joker, like you know the Joker is crazy and he laughs and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a little card. Even if you're doing an origin story, at the end, you have to know that Joker is like a crime criminal. No, for right? sure. Like, he's Basically like the best. I, was... I thought that staging scene at the end with the De Niro, him shooting De Niro in the face, I thought one of two things was going to happen. Because I think, if I remember correctly, in The Dark Knight Returns, I think the Joker does, like, he does go on a talk show. And if I remember correctly, he does kill everyone in the audience by, like, poison okay, yes. or something like that. You're I thought something like that was going to happen. Okay, I can see. And then, I, like, I see that. Uh, I See, guess, spoiler alert, comedy thing Joaquin Phoenix's thing was going to be like a bigger, like, I a planned all this plan. all along For because sure. I'm the crazy Joker. Yes, it was Again, in the end, it was just his got his feelings He's riding through the cops and he's just like, he's riding, he's like, wait a minute, well, look what like, I did here. Even this his is big weird. Joker moment where he's like, bring me on as the Joker and he loves dancing. That was his big character trait in the whole movie. He's like, yeah, yeah. the laugh 
thing is a uh, mental disorder, but I do love yeah. to dance. Yeah, yeah. Even his whole, like, if you can't see me, I'm like his whole silhouette thing. <laughs> I know. Oh, you're swan. killing it, dude. Silhouette. <laughs> see, I really liked that in terms of some of the moves, like, you know. But my thing is that when he went on there, I would have liked it better if he was telling De Niro. I was like, oh, the whole world is a joke. Sure, and like yes. did some crazy no, joker absolutely. speech. He was just like, you brought me on here to bully me. Everyone's been bullying me. For sure, it's like, oh, for dude, sure. fucking, that's not the no joker. Doubt. I mean, a couple things there, definitely. A, the whole uh, you're bullying me thing. Sorry, I blacked out there for a second. <laughs> I, uh... You're definitely right, though. They had to make him way too sympathetic, like I was mm-hmm. saying, where uh, De Niro ultimately did only bring him on to mock and humiliate him. His mother uh, tortured and abused him. The uh, uh, white kids on the train were douchey white kids that deserved to die. Uh, the guy's head that he bashed was the kind of, like, cabbie that fucking was going to double-cross him anyway. So, like, everybody that he ultimately killed i guess except for the potential uh mother and daughter which they don't show they don't show uh, but i was gonna bring that to you too else, because and then even it's like the society took away his pills his mom did where it's just like uh uh uh, uh it made him way too sympathetic of, of a character where he was like a vigilante travis bickle and, and then at the end just to get to it like you were saying ultimately you want uh, 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 uh the movie to end where you're thinking man i hope batman comes and kicks his ass yeah which is not the way no. that the movie Ended, you know what I mean? Like you were more on his. Uh, you're more going. You know what? I want to get a clown mask and go. The whole goddamn city guy. was on his side. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? They're yeah. like Joker, for sure. Joker. And you're right. The Joker should have been much more of like a, a sociopathic, a nice uh, master plan that was just like a, 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 a lunatic serial killer. But I, that was like a very, you know. Not, and again, not to shit all over this movie too, because there was some great scenes, and like the, the scene where he killed great, the like, fat guy and like the little guy, the little sure. person was in the yeah, that was apartment amazing. with him. That was a very tense and like sure. just great no, scene. Joaquin and was like, amazing, actually. Uh, yeah, and I see that too. I, I, one of my most hated things in movies, as we've talked about, is when actors lose weight for movies. All right, uh, absolutely hate that. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> except for uh, Joaquin, totally killed it. Where like he just looked so fucking. And emaciated and sickly that it really added to and it. I think uh, and he, he, he really uh, not carried Clark. it. The lady that played the mom, though, too, she always plays a very good, crazy mom. Okay, yes. She was the mom on Six Feet Under. Okay, she yeah, was the yeah. mom, like, or one of like, the creepy witches in American crazy Horror Story. Totally. She just always plays out like, oh, oh, oh. But <laughs> but yeah. you're right. So from uh, I I would uh, I walked away actually with a shockingly similar feeling though, where would have enjoyed it more as a non Batman movie. Correct. Yeah. All right. If it was just about some vigilante clown, it would have right, pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. However, when you're going to make two tickets for Paviachi here, there's a little bit more expectation. There's just a lot All of right. put on it, and they did take away and again like a lot like, from the comics. More, and I get that you're Drew. This isn't part of the storyline, but you're keeping enough uh, of storyline. Lines we're familiar with Batman, where you got to keep a similar Batman mm. kind of vibe. And if you're going to show the Joker kind of being responsible for Batman's parents getting murdered, you don't want to be on his side fucking two minutes later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's just like. And I, I never was. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? and again, like I wasn't yeah. really, you know what I mean. You're not uh, fully on his side, but he's way more of like a vigilante. And I will say this too, not to like really just hammer down this movie, but. The uh, him with the pretend girlfriend, I feel like, was a very pointless plot twist. It just seemed very unnecessary. See, to like, me it seemed so obvious, and again, I th- I yeah, but again, okay, so obvious that it wasn't necessary. 
Like it didn't I like mean, I make did him like crazier. that actually. I think it did make him crazier because I think if you're you're trying to go for the fact that he is straight up, he's not like a cartoony mental, like a, a cartoony villain. He's like a he's got actual mental disorders. Yeah, but I feel like, like you already felt he was crazy people. before. But that. you don't really like, they don't really ever get portrayed supervillains yeah, as like yeah. real life. That he's crazy just like people. Oh, but so here's another thing. Just like all right, this guy's actually uh, uh, mentally, you know, mind wrapped again. And I think we can end it on this too. But to go back to how it is Taxi Driver and King Comedy, his whole like allure to that woman is when she does like the gun to the head, like thumb yeah. with the fingers. Isn't that De Niro's whole thing when the cops roll in and Taxi Driver and he's sitting there? Doesn't he do the gun <laughs> yeah, to the head? True, like, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. And again, Scorsese didn't produce yeah, this movie. Yeah, seriously. Like, but as well, the, the girlfriend thing, uh, I didn't even think at the time until they showed the reveal that it was supposed to be real. a reveal. Yeah. I thought that it was just like implied that he's crazy and yeah. having these delusions. But again, you went from nuts. King of Comedy But not even yeah. from that standpoint. It's just like they didn't show any, why would this girl have anything to do with <laughs> yeah, them? Yeah. He, like, it would just would have made more sense that he's delusional well, and crazy. He was full of confidence after he killed those guys <laughs> you know? on the subway. Like they yeah. fucking took his pills away and he's delusional. So like they didn't need to show well, oh wait a minute she wasn't fucking like yeah. uh, moist after he fucking okay, like I guess that's a good down. point is that they show that she were you following me my name's Janice we'll see you <laughs> you know what I mean it was just like oh, cra- boy. it was no and I guess that is a good way to show that he is crazy too that actually show that she is real the fact that he's in her apartment in that scene is yeah. very intense no and that was seen was great so I sure. can see in that point he's like oh but yeah, ultimately, like, like he killed them right for sure for sure I'd say so, yeah. I would yeah. have to say, so. or why wouldn't they call the cops? Yeah, he no, like, definitely. and the fucking music started playing. There was the, was the and the, I, 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 I also a pop really a Prince and uh, uh, <laughs> one of the things I'd say kind of most popularized uh, since that fucking flaming uh, pile of shit that was uh, a Suicide Squad. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, kind of where I'm going with this, actually. But I hate this new trend of bigger-than-life real songs in the movie mm. where once they start, once they go from the score, which the score wasn't that great in the movie anyway, but once they go from the score to the in the white room, with, it yeah. just kind of takes me out of it when, like, For fucking, sure. like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsodies all of a sudden. I'll tell you this much, though. I like, did uh, like his dance scene down the stairs only because when we got to the bottom the two cops because I was like where are the cops in this fucking thing <laughs> they were at the top they're like hey asshole and he's like oh shit <laughs> I, I did like that I like the dancing too after he fucking murdered the guys on the train and then ran into the bathroom in like a total mm. panic and then slowly was just like holy shit dude that was and like kind of through dance like yeah. became a maniac it there was, was really yeah. artistic cool parts the there movie, was where like you said you don't want to totally bash it however in terms of a bad man it's an utter yeah. disgrace. So. I'll tell you what. There was really no funny voices in it either. As for a Batman movie goes, <laughs> there was no this or this. <laughs> like, he was just a strip joker. And again, I, we should get away from this movie because we have a lot of movies for goddamn fall. <laughs> I know. I, we, we, I've yet. got to give you my last, my Rambo last blood. What do you though? think about the uh, him, his laughing being a disorder? 
Oh, I liked that as well, actually. Mountain. See, I liked the, that they were trying to go a little bit more real and play him up as, like, an actual mental... Dis- you know what I mean? Like, think about just, like, one of these fucking crazy... One of these lo- loony bins. No, 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 yeah. And, like, one of these maniacs that, you know, is not, uh, you know, just, like, a, a scary, sad, delusional, crazy person with mental disorders that has, like, an evil streak, you know? Like, that is what a super villain in a lot of ways... Would, like, he would be the guy... That that's fucking murdering cats when he's a kid and all this kind of <laughs> no, shit. No, you no, know that's I mean? true. Like, that's true. So I did like any type of thing kind of hammering home like real life mental disorder. I liked I didn't like how society wronged him by I'm sorry, the government is hey. Bruce Wayne's <laughs> yeah. dad is cutting the the This funding. asshole's running for mayor, he called me a joker. <laughs> Well, shit, man. I guess that is kicking off the. Uh, and uh, so uh, that was <laughs> that yeah. was it for the falls. <gasps> Take a breath. And uh, but that really is the first one we saw for the fall movie preview. The rest of these we haven't seen, and uh, the one I'm looking forward to is Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn. <laughs> no. I don't think that one's I guess coming. That'll kind of be ending because that's coming out. I guess more that that's going to be more of a winter uh, yeah, special. More of a winter, <laughs> maybe but a next. Year I guess special. maybe you want to quickly run through the big master list of fall movies. Then we'll kind of pick. We'll nitpick our faves. All right, all right. Maybe you want to quickly give me a rundown. Everything. Gig, tell me every movie coming out. Uh, September, October. You can't see me right now. My eyes are turning black. I think I got this. Uh, should I do an October rundown first? Yeah, I guess since we're I guess since we're coming at you a little late, let's scrap September <laughs> and uh, we'll yeah. stick with October. Random October, and uh, obviously we saw the Joker. We had our opinions on it. <laughs> so I'll give you the rest of the movies that are coming out on this one, and uh, I guess the Joker has been redone so many times. One that should be uh, called out. Out for the October release is uh, two guys have been playing the same the whole time. The Jane Silent Bob <laughs> reboot starring Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, it's about time, uh, by yeah. the way. <laughs> and then I'll just give you a real rundown of the rest of the movies. Uh, Gemini Man starring Will Smith and Will Smith. <laughs> Jojo Rat. Two, two chances to win an Oscar yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. for Will Smith in this one. And both of them. <laughs> um, Jojo Rabbit, Lucy in the Sky, and Zombieland Double Tap. The sequel that came out 10 years later that nobody <laughs> in the world yeah, was asking that for. That everybody forgot about. Uh, the first. It was not a bad movie, but I totally forgot about it. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't a bad movie. And uh, yeah, but like, were you ever? <laughs> Interesting thing about that one, just a real quick rundown, is it was supposed to be a TV series when it was first pitched. And then they got picked up as a movie, and then they tried to make it a TV series, and it failed. <laughs> and now they're doing the sequel 10 years later. I see. Who knows? But that would bring us into November fucking turkey season and we have terminator the newest reboot or remake <laughs> of that one coming out super um, stoked doctors give Sleep. me my thoughts in a couple minutes yeah. but uh beyond Doc- fired up for the latest terminator sarah connor again linda <laughs> hamilton we have uh doctor sleep the sequel to uh the shining the, the shining Sh- the shining was good terminator was better <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then ford versus ferrari 21 bridges beautiful day uh motherless in brooklyn and of course we have to uh, bring up the big november release would be uh the Irishman. I'm giving you my De Niro oh, face. If you can't see it here, but he's doing uh, a very Mike the accountant face. <laughs> I'm giving you my De Niro face. Uh, you can't. You can't hear it, but but uh, that's the big one. And uh, 
I guess that one Huge. is a big November uh, mention because that might be a uh, golden ticket drawer. Yeah, on yeah. The, Teaser uh, alert. Look Netflix for a expect chat. a full Netflix and Chad rundown on the Irishman. And that's to get you, you know, I know it's fall. It's the preview. But just to get you a little chilly, the beginning of December, we do have a uh, Star Wars. Yes. A big winter, uh, like you mentioned as well with Birds of Prey, but uh, the headliner, of course... Mm-hmm. Devin's already whistling via the and I guess what is this episode? Are we finally at the epic episode, episode nine, nine? The big nine. The, the uh, always predicted nine. I mean, this was what you always heard since you were a little kid that there was the three that were out, and then when and you were in high school, you heard you had to bust a rhyme to and it. Three uh, after, nine, but nine. a nine-part series that the original Star Wars were taken from. So, and then like I said, Birds of Prey. The Harley Quinn story. (laughs) And then uh, a bunch of movies Liam wanted me to uh, put on here. (laughs) Uncut Gems and Cats. (laughs) Cats cats clearly got to talk Cats the movie. Uh, However, that's for the winter special. And then Jumanji, Kingsman, the prequels movie. And, of course, the one... uh, Besides, the one Liam was more excited about than Cats was Daniel Isn't Daniel Real. Daniel Isn't Real, the newest hit from SpectraVision. Look out. Uh, and, the, uh, and the producers of Mandy, but uh, the latest from the producers of Mandy, starring Patrick Schwarzenegger. Wait, Patrick Hilar- Schwarzenegger and the producers of Mandy did Cats? <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, no and shit. it's going to be badass. <laughs> it is, uh, but I guess all of that, your like grandmother's you said, guess. <laughs> Uh, all of that, like you said, for the winter preview, because I guess for the fall... That's just the beginning of December, you know what I mean? That's, yeah, that's... kind of like, we'll dip our toes in it, pull them back out, we don't want to get frostbite. <laughs> exactly. The ice isn't hard enough yet to skate on it. Yeah, yeah. But really getting to December, um, I guess we've already gone through the Joker. What, what, what would be your second pick? Uh, the Joker? Uh, for me, I already gave you the teaser. Should I just hop right into it with Terminator Dark Fate? <laughs> well, I think that's a uh, November guy. So October for myself, I'm uh there's there's three I want to see to the extent of uh, Jane Silent Bob. I was okay, a, yeah, I'm definitely a big Jane. USQ guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, so I'm sure it's gonna be the same movie as Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure it's gonna be much like seeing the second Super Troopers or uh, <laughs> the Dumb and Dumber sequel or uh, the second Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna be great. The other one, there's really none, man. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, I am looking forward to just because that's a. Uh, and bear with me here. Takiti Wadhiti, he directed the Thor movies. Okay. He also is a writer with Jermaine Clement on. Uh, Jermaine Clement is from uh, Fly the Concord. Okay, I see. He's a New right, Zealand director. He like did the Thor movie. He made a comedy. He's very funny. The whole movie is that like this kid in like a Hitler's youth camp has a imaginary friend as Hitler, and it's all right. It sounds dark as fuck, but it's like all yeah, British yeah. actors playing like Nazis. The old comedy staple of Hitler, making uh... fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> rape Hitler and uh, yeah, the, the old... N word <laughs> never fails in the comedy bit. But um, no, it's like 
Okay, very interesting. Kind it's of an a alt comedy movie. there. Exactly, man. All right, interesting. From Jermaine, uh, uh, from the dude from Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. So I guess that's one South comedy. I definitely am psyched for, uh, I guess, perhaps jumped the gun to get into Terminator, but obviously fired up for Jay and Silent Bob as well, like yeah. you were saying. Snoochie boochies, uh, bro. Uh, I guess the one thing that kind of, you know, for the n- nostalgia factor, I'm sure it's going to be horrible and a nostalgia yeah, grab. Yeah. However, the one thing that's kind of upsetting is the fact that I felt that at this point, Kevin Smith was kind of like heading in the direction of being way too good for doing in one of, oh, another one of these movies. Yeah, but like five years ago. No, just, but he's not, obviously. Yeah, he, he, he's like, like, he took a wrong turn somewhere after that Bruce Willis movie, and like it all just fell apart. But he was kind of like, like he was kind of almost this heading in the direction. This goes very into your Andy Richter theory. <laughs> <laughs> Always remembering him as the best, but like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, like, because there was a moment that I felt, especially now in this world, where guys like Todd Phillips are making the Joker, but like Kevin Smith should have been in line. To, like he was a couple years early from like mm-hmm. director from directing one of these comic book movies himself. You know, hundred percent. Like, it's he, wild that he didn't. Yeah, man. it was kind of just like ten years ago. These they weren't some of these movies flying out. They were more high budget movies or whatnot. But like now he would definitely be should yeah. be doing a Deadpool. But he's kind of like so fallen out of the you know like a uh, uh, big director's circle. Like Jamie, like. Jay, of course, is uh, is dying to do another. <laughs> yeah, well, every time but he uh, you really every time that. he promises to stop doing heroin, Kevin Smith makes a new movie for him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But and then there's also uh, Lucy in the Sky. But the, not uh, with diamonds, as it turns <laughs> yeah. out. Right? So, I, so is it psychedelic? No, uh, I don't think so. Is this an acid tale? I mean, it's a, uh, I guess the headline story here for myself, of course, this is like the Natalie Portman, John Hame, uh, uh, assumingly psychedelic space tale. However, uh, I guess headliner here, the whopping 23 tomatoes it's getting <laughs> as 23% on Rotten Tomato. It so this, I gotta see. Uh, yeah. This sounds <laughs> like a net. Netflix and chat, IO, ARC, part four, written all over it. <laughs> Too bad it's a, it's a Hulu movie. <laughs> no, but you're right. It looks very... Uh, also, I guess, on the same subject, uh, uh, also uh, looking exactly like a terrible Netflix movie, but the uh, Gemini Man with Will Smith. <laughs> How is this not a bad uh, Netflix movie? Dude, at least if you're going to do a young Will Smith, don't do the uh, Six Degrees of Separation Will Smith. <laughs> Give us bad boys, too, Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, bro, I was you thinking Fresh mean? Prince. Like, I mean. Yeah, for sure. Because like the, his is like very. Remember the uh, first movie Will Smith was ever in? He was the uh, like gay butler in which for, like, one? Donald Sutherland's house. Will Smith's first movie was The Six Degrees of Separation. Okay, well, and I that's what remember. he looks like. In I this vaguely movie. remember like, that's the, the movie, AI they use uh, okay, uh, in this movie. Oh, I see. Is, uh, it's not gross. like action star Will Smith. Okay, it I looks gotcha. ridiculous. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it looks. It looks a uh, uh, Netflix and chatable for sure. Uh, for sure, <laughs> surprisingly not, dude. But that's October, man. Let's get us into the uh, cold fall Thanksgiving season. And nothing says Thanksgiving like an old hotel full of old ghosts from a movie we never thought we'd see a sequel from, <laughs> Dr. <know>. Sleep. <laughs> the sequel to The Shining. When, when you told me that that's what Dr. Sleep was, I mm. uh, thought you were uh, making a hilarious gag about the about a Shining 2 coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That, uh, 
But I guess ultimately, so you were telling me what? It's basically uh, uh, the the kid all growing up, the grown up, grown up Danny Torrance, man. Wow, playing amazing. Like Ewan McGregor, and, uh, just right off the bat, to- makes total sense. Yeah, and, it's, <laughs> and uh, the book is also, man. Like it's like so actually, is it in like, the Stanley or is it in the Overlook or whatever it's called? Uh, well, two things happen in the movie. I guess the Kubrick movie, the place doesn't burn down. The book, the mansion burns down. Okay, but so yes. Either way, they go back as, to uh, it. obviously, as you know, really not much of a reader, <laughs> really so much of a reader. So, uh, but they go back to it in both movie. the movie and the book, and it's uh, it looks creepy enough. Like a, the, a, I mean, because the, the, the hotel, you know, because you actually were just there. Oh, I was in the Stanley recently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes, but this this uh, hotel from the Shining still fully active. They actually do yeah. concerts oh, yeah. and stuff there. The Bacon Brothers were there last time I was there. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. But so they so definitely able to film on location yet again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another also, Dumb and Dumber scene. was the uh, that's the hotel they're oh, at. Yeah, Dumb yeah. and Dumber, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Uh, so, uh, so super interesting there. So, but ultimately, does uh, uh, and you said this is as well uh, inspired by the book mm. uh, uh, sequel. So, is it going to be? Give me a rundown. Is it's going to be more, I guess, because most people don't know the book. Most people think of The Shining. They think of the uh, Kubrick movie. So this is obviously going to be more of a direct sequel to the Kubrick movie. Okay, I see. Which I guess, so if it's you a sequel look at it to the that movie, way, not to the book. most people weren't asking for it. If someone read the book, I was like, oh, that's really awesome. Yeah, that sure. a great movie. The only problem is that it's so uh, correlated to the Kubrick movie. Okay, cool. Because Stephen King famously hated yes, the Kubrick movie. because there was the big divide in that. Again, really not much of a reader, but The Shining, everybody does say, is amazing in one of those mm. that the book has, like you said, it burns down, and there's a lot of differences and a lot whatnot of differences. in the movie. So, okay, that's interesting. So this is more of a sequel to the movie than Correct. to the book. All right, so very interesting there. And you said Ewan McGregor. Who, uh, who's the director of this one? Who McGregor. Get, uh, <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Uh, uh, so I guess if you're if you're gonna bring up Doctor Sleep, though, I guess it's finally time where I can bring up Terminator. <laughs> In another book, another one where the book is way better. <laughs> yeah, what <happens>? obviously. <laughs> uh, but of course, now I, I guess this would be Terminator Six. If you T six, if you want to call them, you can't see me right now, but I'm counting on my fingers because there was, of course, T one and two, and then the T three came back with the girl, yeah, and then there was, and then there was, I think, uh, the, the one Bale without one. Terminator, the one without uh, Arnold, yeah, Christian Bale, one. and then yeah. there was another one with Arnold, yeah, right? <laughs> this is T six, so I guess T six now. Not to mention the uh, and now everybody's uh, all back though. There was we the got Sarah... Eddie Furlong, we got Sarah. No, there's no Eddie Furlong. There's no fucking way. Furlong's yeah, dude, coming back. I'm almost positive Edward Furlong's in this new Whoa, one. Whoa, no way. <laughs> yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, this is breaking news. No, for sure. I mean, uh, I know Linda Hamilton is in this. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm pretty sure because this is like the uh, actual direct sequel of T2. I all right? was like... So Sarah Connor, I guess the only thing that I don't like... Isn't Eddie Furlong dead? <laughs> uh, uh, Eddie Furlong, uh, uh, my friend, is alive and well. So you're He's also me. doing American History X, part two, uh, American History 11. <laughs> Get the fuck out of yeah, here, dude! Edward, Edward, that and Edward can't be real. American History Eleven. <laughs> okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I w- I can swallow the uh, Eddie Furlong being alive thing. <laughs> I can swallow the right, uh, pulling your leg about uh, about American History uh, History X Eleven, but uh, almost po- positive he's, he's in T six. The whole movie, <laughs> but T uh, six anyway is the because remember T three like with the girl was kind of like in the Terminator. Universe, yeah, however, yeah. not really the same storyline. This is like directly picking up. No, no, no this is supposed with, to be like James Cameron is back producing. Yes, James 
Cameron's back yeah, in yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking the Terminators. <laughs> that we, the only thing that I don't like is the uh, uh, Sarah Connor I'll be back from the trailer. Ooh. You know, like the cha- yeah, and it's a very although it does it 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 it, it shows the movie's going to have some type of personality about itself. I do like I the mean? old Terminator. And, uh, I do like how the Terminators age. Well, too. they've already explained the aging process of the Terminator. Yeah, but, uh, the last one. Yeah, but still, <laughs> like, yeah, but still it's just ridiculous. Although I've been uh, making tea, uh, which I don't drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> although uh, Ras- uh, Rambo Last Blood, amazing. So I'm expecting T6 to be. Uh, I mean, if we're doing this and they're on their last leg, where is our uh, Rambo versus Terminator movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, great call. I mean, I mean, I guess they called it the Expendables, but uh, come on, <laughs> what are we doing? If they if they're both willing to pump out a new Terminator and Rambo, no, for sure. I mean, like, come on, they could figure out some cinematic universe to get those two. They made uh, three Alien versus Predators. <laughs> we can't get yeah. one uh, fucking. They Rambo. made a Jason versus Freddy. We can't get a Rambo <laughs> yeah. versus Terminator. I mean, come on, this is. This this is bonkers. Then does this uh, actually bring us to, to the movie I'm most excited about? The movie I can't be waiting to fuck shit, fuck shit, asshole, fucking shit, <laughs> quote, for uh, the rest of November is Motherless Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I guess another one I'm really excited for. The trailer looks amazing, although the whole uh, uh, Tourette's angle is going to be a headliner, I suppose. Yeah. As I guess it kind of reminds me off the bat. I'm a big fucking fan fucking of... I mean, what was the other great movie? Was it uh, Sleepers or whatever where Edward Norton kind of played like a crazy... No, that was... Uh, yeah, it wasn't Sleepers, but it was the one that he came out with Richard Gere. Yeah, like, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like, was he was the, Richard Gere was the lawyer, and he Correct. was pretending... Primal Fear. Primal Fear, Primal yes. Fear is amazing what the movie Amazing movie. Called. Also kind of a little bit reminiscent of... Uh, also a little bit reminiscent of uh, of uh, uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah, you know? yeah, a little verbal Kent action yes, there. Yes, exactly. Kaiser, uh, Kaiser Sose. Sose but, uh, this uh, one looks good. I, I think he's a great... Is this, I think this is one of his first directorial movies. Yes, I believe, yeah, yeah. Uh, written and directed by Edward Norton. Real, uh, true it's based off project. a novel. It's a novel that was... Uh, Pretty hot novel. How many times I got to tell you? Really not a reader, bro. Not a reader, bro. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, it does look very fuck shit asshole fucking. And piece it gets of a little bit. It's asshole. like you know, like nineteen fifties crime esque. He plays like a nineteen fifties private investigator. Uh, 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 I'm gonna really need syndrome. you to uh, stop blowing over my curse word rants. <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck. Shit, I mean, fuck, I'm kind of. This is just who you are. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this point at all. Just trying bl- to yeah. trying to not acknowledge it. I it mean. all blends in. Cunt fuck shit fucking asshole. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so definitely real excited for that from Edward Norton. Uh, uh, however, I guess really the uh, the king, uh, the crown wears heavy on the head. Uh, friend of mine, <laughs> friend of yours, the big. Uh, not to interrupt you there, but uh, once you're made, you know you can talk to a guy <laughs> like you, like a guy like I am talking to you. The real crown of the fall preview yes, is uh, uh, even ahead of the Joker. I <laughs> uh, uh, was more excited for uh, uh, the I- what is it called the Irishman? <laughs> what is the thing we're excited? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, I was giving a dramatic let you say it, not that uh, <laughs> the Irishman. <laughs> we're excited to see the Irishman, starring your man Joel Pesci. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this is the big Scorsese uh, 
the yeah. the whole gang potentially is the back, last but. hurrah potentially like you said the whole gang is we got uh, uh, De Niro and Pesci uh, Pacino really just an amazing cast as well as some great young actors mm-hmm. Bobby Carnival sure and, sure uh, uh, is Ray Liotta making a cameo on this I one? don't believe Liotta is actually although fuck? Ray Romano is yeah uh, <laughs> which a major step down do you think Scorsese miscast that one for like <laughs> much like Johnny Drama showing up to the set of like Rush Hour Four. Uh, I just mean, Ray Romano's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, perfectly cast by uh, Scorsese in this one, however, is uh, a comedian, Jim Norton, who plays Don Rickles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, looks amazing, as well as like a, a, a huge Opie and Anthony fan back in the day. Uh, Norton's kind of like uh, emergence onto the comedy scene was in Opie and Anthony, where they would mm. always make fun of him and joke around that he was Don Rickles' uh, illegitimate stepchild or whatever. So come in full circle. Circle. Yeah, and that's the amazing. Stills, dude. Uh, the stills online look hilarious, but uh, as well a lot, a couple other comedians I think in uh, in uh, Irishman as well as just a star-studded cast. Yeah, uh, I guess really one of the big stories here, like we teased, uh, and you'll get more in our full Netflix and chat breakdown. But coming uh, coming at us uh, on Netflix. Yeah, that, so is, that limited, is a big story. A limited theater release, and then uh, uh, switching over to a Netflix exclusive. It's one of those few times that like it's a netflix produced movie but it's big enough i think uh one of the movies that we got to do was uh roma which is one of those ones that got a theater release also um one we didn't get to do is uh children of no men which is the one with uh stringer bell i see as like the african uh like lord like yeah, yeah. Uh, warlord These rather big netflix where that movies. was like a big theater release that also was a netflix one so like after it comes out like in the theaters like it does come out this one comes out the irishman does come out like a week before it yeah, comes yeah. out on it's netflix get a in small the theaters theater yeah, release. yeah yeah just because they had to have uh i think scorsese actually made a deal with netflix that even in order to get it on that they had to have some type of theater release beforehand, although uh, uh, just but, originally produced by Netflix and like a super high budget, it's like a you know mm-hmm. five hundred million dollar you know it's Netflix wild. movie. Yeah, uh, uh, I guess kind of the plot is uh, it's about the uh, like Jimmy Hoffa kind of murder and whole uh, you know mafioso connections and stuff there. Yeah, it's so a, a mafia classic. Hoffa. It's uh, Robert De Niro, who is, always makes me laugh, isn't also the first time he's referred to as an Irishman in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas. He's, he's the, like, uh, oh, I'm so Irish. Yeah, the only reason he's like, not in what the, the fuck are we talking <laughs> yeah. about here, dude? The best part about Goodfellas Ray is Ray well, Liotta and Robert De Niro are too Irish to uh, yeah, are too Irish the for mafia. The, mafia. <laughs> the other best part about Goodfellas <laughs> is that whole movie, Joe Pesci and Liotta are supposed to be like 23 or something. Yeah. <laughs> They're also, dude, what I, I always think about in that movie, not to going a real Goodfellas rant, but they're not made guys. They're like Christopher in the first yeah, two yeah, yeah. seasons of The Sopranos. Yeah, no, where sure. like, they're just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that to Leota. <laughs> I think at this point I can tell it to Leota. In between his but uh, I do kind of commercials. Fear, I kind of have the same fears with the Irishman that I do with uh, Jay and Silent Bob in some regards, where uh, <laughs> got a feeling it might be a little bit more nostalgic yeah, than yeah, amazing. Yeah. However, uh, super excited. I will say that the, 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 uh, the trailers for uh, The Irishman definitely have me more excited for this <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob getting <laughs> rebooted. Like, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Even goddamn Ray Romano, like, you're going to tell me? You're yeah, 
yeah. No, like, it true. looks like I might like this. <laughs> the big controversy with that, though, is uh, since this is the Geeked Up podcast, I will uh, throw this one out there. That Scorsese recently said that all the comic book movies, all the MC movies are just cheap popcorn for cinema. And it's like, that's a real interesting thing coming from the guy that's literally using comic book movie technology to make Pesci <laughs> and De uh, Niro look like they're 30 year old yeah, selves. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, that is the uh, the Scorsese fan versus the mm-hmm. comic book fan, you know, a whole, yeah. whole epic debate. But come on, according to us, buddy, you just produced a Joker movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, seriously. As heard here on the Geeked Up podcast, you're a. Uh... <laughs> but. Uh... But much like Andre Dave says, oh, I haven't used this segue in a while. Much like Andre Dave says, it's not just movies, it's TV. <laughs> I think this one we're not going to do, we're not going to give you a month by month. Because it's just the I mean, fall. They, all, they pretty much all came out in September anyway, yeah. but... Uh, exactly. I guess, yeah, we've got a lot of shows. I guess maybe I'll, you did the movie list. Maybe I'll give you the big TV list. All right. You want to tackle this one? Big, this, uh, is, this is the big Some one. of the big notables here. All right, as I guess I'll give you in two different parts. Uh, uh, first, we'll give you kind of the big returning faves. Ooh. All right, the, uh, uh, the okay. big shows uh, uh, that uh, everybody's already been talking about. Of course, Walking Dead coming back another big season. Uh, Peaky Blinders, I believe in its final season, but really taking over the, uh, the world by storm. All right, uh, uh, Jack Ryan and Castle Rock. All right. Okay. Uh, American uh, Horror Story back for uh, oh, the, the record 25th season. Although, yeah, uh, really. hilarious hilarious theme this year, which we'll get into. Uh, 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 the Kaminsky Method with uh, Michael Douglas and uh, Alan Arkin, sure what he's yeah. talking about. Uh, 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 as well as, I guess, the big, uh, one of the other big uh, returning ones having its last year, but all-time classic comedy, uh, Modern Family. So at like, least not, you know, at least in, in, in society's eyes, maybe even not yeah. on the Geeked Up podcast, although I like Modern Family. Yeah, no, it's you a know, funny show. It's, for sure. Uh, been on a little too long, but, but it is the big final favorite, season. But this is the yeah. Final season and really will go down as probably one of the longest running, most successful sitcoms. I would say that. They've totally. It won some uh, Emmys. Yeah, 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 yeah for, for sure. sure. And uh, it's been on literally throughout the age span of like most of the kids, They're, like where it's just now awkward and uncomfortable for everybody involved to watch. I the mean, show should anymore. we get into Modern Family now? Uh, <laughs> I guess. Well, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll say. Yeah, I mean, sure. The, these were the shows. There's a those big, were the returning shows. So there's we'll, a big thing with Modern Family in itself, whereas. Uh, uh, let's think about when that show first came out about ten years ago. Like the kids the are all was, grown the ups chick now. The was uh, not yet bangable, and we were all waiting. I now. mean, the mom in the uh, <laughs> normal family is goddamn Happy Gilmore's uh, girl girlfriend. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. But the thing with that is, after all these years in that show, there's no character development. They're all still them goofy selves. Like uh, yeah, it's yeah. just that kind of show. Whereas, like at this point, after watching it for this long, and now the kids have kids for sure. Uh, and not to use this word, but all the characters seem just like characteristically retarded. <laughs> Where like they've never become yeah. anything else except their own. Really like watch the show. Although, if you're telling me that they've that they're at the point where they're all kind of parodies of their own characters, I could definitely understand that. Where it's just like even for myself that doesn't really watch the show, mm-hmm. all of the characters have such defined personalities. Where after like 15 seasons or whatever, it's got to yeah. get a little bit it just long seems, in the tooth. Yeah, it really <laughs> is that like we get it. The uh, dad's an old goofball. But it'll be interesting to see how it all uh, uh, 
uh, plays out. I probably will at least TiVo the Modern Family finale just to episode. see how it all plays out. Hopefully they all wind up in jail a la Seinfeld. Hopefully they uh, <laughs> do it only on Netflix so we can uh, watch it. How about uh, any of these other ones uh, 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 jumping out at you? Castle Rock, Jack Ryan. Of course, you're a Walking Dead fan. What, where are we in the Walking Dead world? Walking Dead fan, man. I've been uh, thinking about this recently, man. There's only two characters on this show now. That are from the first season. Okay, interesting. From the first season. Glenn, I'm hoping. Glenn's? Oh, <laughs> Poor Glenn's just... long gone. <laughs> Same was Jen's favorite. Even Rick is long gone. Jesus. The main character of the show is not on the show anymore. Wow. You know what I mean? I was doing this talk, and I kind of looked up the other day. Uh, nobody from the third season is... No, I'm sorry. Nobody from the second season is on there still. Wow. Two people from the first season, maybe... Uh, one person from the third season, so the show is like a rotating cast at I this see. point. It's uh, it's good. It keeps my attention. I'll watch it. It's not as is good. Is there like it... an end line in sight for this one? And this is the original. Well, that's uh, the original man. Walking Dead storyline. Now there's a couple, right? Yeah, they just at New York Comic Con just premiered the uh, trailer for their third spinoff. Okay, show, wow. Which is set, like, I guess, from what I understand, like, 20 years in the future oh, from the zombie Jesus. outbreak. So, like, all the kids now have to go to high school again. And it's, like, it's a very... Uh, who knows? Because it's very new. But the thing is that, I guess you said, there's is there an end game? The uh, comic books just recently abruptly ended. That Robert Kirkman, the creator of all of this madness, of the shows and the... Uh, the uh, the comic books. He never announced that the uh, comic was going to end. They oh, wow. did the last comic, and he was just like, "Oh, that, by the way, that was it." That was it. Oh, and his whole thing was that, like, when you know something's coming for an end, when you read these Very things, interesting. You uh, you're looking for like, oh, yeah, this is yeah, the yeah, end for story. Sure. It really takes so over to uh, and end it and just be to. like, "Oh, by the way, that was that was end. it." Oh, that would be cool. It's uh, what he wait, did. Wait, wait, so. wait, spoil the surprise by telling us. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's in the. Uh, uh, last comic, <laughs> um, but yeah. So okay, there so is a definitive ending to the comics. I see. What's very different has the show always maintained like true? No, we're close, okay, and so. that's where the show is very different. Whereas uh, uh, some of the characters that are made it to the very end of the comics have been long dead okay, since uh, since. Since the show, all right. Most of these actors who play so this big kind role. of the, just the subject that matter you're talking about, you're kind of reminding me, I guess, of another one of the. Not to not to cut you off. Did you have any more uh, Walking Dead thoughts, really? Or? Not really more Walking Dead thoughts, but uh, Batwoman. <laughs> if I'm allowed to <laughs> we'll talk about to Batwoman, Batwoman in a minute, but because uh, <laughs> uh, the the a lot of what you're talking about sounds to me with like there was only a couple characters from the first season. Now there, you know, once, but American Horror Story going through the same uh, <laughs> for sure, and it's a very true thing. Now, of course, American Horror Story is like, you know, every year it's supposed to be a whole different storyline, everything like that. It's not a continuous story like they Walking do. Dead. This However, one. back at it for yet another uh, hilarious season. It's wild. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, now, man, Do you have like... any idea? Is there anybody that's been in all of the seasons? No. Um, they... It's one of those things where they keep uh, cast members from like... They have the same cast members at least do two for or three sure. seasons. I don't even know if... Um, but is there anybody that's been like? Is it still? I don't know, think Sarah Paulson's in it anymore. Sarah Paulson—that's who I was thinking of. Julia yeah, Roberts, Emma Roberts. Uh, okay, Emma Roberts is in this Wasn't one. Wasn't like Lady Gaga in the last couple? She was in a couple of them, but yeah, then yeah. she uh, won an Oscar, and she was just like, <laughs> "Fuck that shit." 
So I guess this year's theme, though, sounds pretty hilarious. Almost tempted me to get back into it, but 80s slasher. Yeah, I mean, uh, they always uh, seems... look good at start. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even my... Uh... And the, all the seasons that I watched, for the most part, I enjoyed. I watched probably, you know, the first five or whatever, four. Yeah, but you the... probably cut out like when the show gets ridiculous. Like, oh, here's 20 new characters. They do yeah, it every season. <laughs> like true. He puts this very uh, Ryan Murphy puts this very big elaborate twist on every season, or he sure. tries to like. For me personally, the second season was the best, where it was the uh, the insane asylum. I the thought insane that was very good. good. Where it was everything but where, where Al Swarengin was the bad guy. I mean, come on, he was like dirty <laughs> Santa. Yeah, that was uh, bad Santa. Bad but eighty uh, <laughs> <laughs> slasher seems like a very fun, logical. Uh, uh, a way to go at the American Horror Story franchise. I would say the uh, other big interesting show, I guess, uh, maybe not continuously, but I guess reboot style is Mad About You. <laughs> okay, yes. Is, uh, I guess, back. yeah. Is that, is that a continuous or is that a debut? I Tell guess me we'll... what <laughs> I love about uh, you. I'm See, mad you know, about what you, What I baby. find hilarious about this show is just the uh, over the last couple years, <laughs> all of Paul Reiser's like failed ventures and meltdowns <laughs> in the comedy world, uh, uh, where Paul Reiser's has been desperate for a hit and falling so far yeah. that he's got to get back uh, up to Mad About You. I guess but, Helen Hunt too. I mean, yeah, like, what's no, Helen Hunt been up sure. to? What right? is Helen Hunt been up to? Right, I totally uh, forgot about her. Yeah, that Jack Nicholson as good as it Twister gets. Twister too, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess as well they're just sitting there and watching like uh, R.I.P. Uh, Paxton they're watching like Full House uh, uh, come <laughs> back and they're like hey you know what we pick it up 20 years later uh, why not by the way there's a couple of things about this one one the Mad About You thing too is only on Spectrum which, which is, is very uh, since I have Spectrum I figured the whole world was getting these ads well like, expect a lot of people coming over to your place for uh, <laughs> some Mad About yeah, You every Wednesday night as uh, a YouTube TV viewer or like to call it torrents. Um, <laughs> people that don't pay for cable, I guess they can just steal Mad About You. But like, it's a very weird thing. But like, for someone like me that uses YouTube TV, uh, I can't watch Mad About You because I don't have a goddamn Spectrum account. Yeah. that's crazy. Also, I, I don't think there's Spectrum. Like, I used to live in Florida, which is uh, that's you know, true. Yeah, a little part of my past. That's just like cable Comcast and whatnot. Regional. There's no New York Spectrum down there, so like only people <laughs> yeah, in New York sure. can watch. Like, oh, you've never seen the new season of Mad About <laughs> You. Everybody's gonna have to move, I guess. Uh, Here's my other bugaboo, and I feel like since this is kind of a special episode of Fall Preview, but. I'm pretty sure very early on in our geeked up podcast series, one of our big breaking news things was the coach reboot. That never happened. You know what? Great call. <laughs> you know whatever that? happened to the coach reboot? Never happened. Yeah, that's, and I want to know did that fall on the uh, on the <laughs> yeah, floor because you're right. That was like I think potentially like the pilot episode. <laughs> we like uh, I had a bunch of Dauber jokes that I had to get to. I <laughs> Huge, <laughs> and we even had um uh, with the Penn State. We had a lot of Sandusky Dusky okay, uh, yes. coach jokes. Okay, all right, interesting. Which <laughs> fell so well. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, no, that's. I true. like to think that they heard Good that call. episode and are like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're really. Sand Dusky jokes are. Uh, they came quick. <laughs> um, uh, uh, oh, wow. Great call, though. Yeah, so but we'll I really. Be like, on the lookout for that, but I guess. Where's the goddamn you? coach like reboot? Like I said, geeked up viewing part for uh, all geeked up fans invited every Wednesday night, uh, uh, 10 o'clock. To the big LW household <laughs> yeah. for Mad About You viewing party. The big Geek Dub uh, studio. We win a prize. You can guess what uh, Paul or uh, Helen are going to do. 
uh, so I guess those are some of the uh, the returning favorites. All right, uh, 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 to run through a bunch of uh, of new hits. All right, uh, uh, starting off with potentially uh, what could be the the, the two worst looking TV shows in uh, in television <laughs> uh, television history, but but Bob loves Abishola and and mixed ish. Okay, All two right. things about this. <laughs> One thing is that me and Liam argued about even bringing up Bob loves Abishola <laughs> on this because. I mean, I, it was. It was I, I'm, I'm only bringing it up to talk about how, how, how horrible it is. <laughs> so and it's, it's not even called Bob Loves Alishola. It's Bob Hart Alishola. It's like Alishola. a heart sign in the middle. And I've heard it on like the radio. Where I really mean, doesn't that one fat guy already have a, a, a sitcom where he's like in the, okay. a star-crossed relationship? There was this show called Mike and Molly, and uh, yes, exactly. Melissa McCarthy was on it. And then she lost weight and was just like, "Oh no, I want to be famous. I'm UCB alumni." <laughs> and this big fat so was like, "Well." Yeah, I've got to find an awkward relationship with somebody. And the show is literally like the same thing. He's playing a like I think a cop that has a heart attack and falls in love with his nurse. He's playing a fat guy that like okay, wow, just like all right. So we got uh, uh, and and then mixed ish yet another spinoff of Blackish. The, uh, yeah, uh, uh, so the third of the ish. The third horrible ish show, which I believe is a spinoff of Goldberg's too, isn't it? Somehow, like no, I think you're thinking of Perfect Goldberg's Strangers spinoff and of uh, <laughs> yeah, potentially. Uh, uh, okay, so then a couple uh, a couple of good ones. However, uh, you got Crank Yankers and Creep Show, both uh, okay. uh, with epic reboots. All right, uh, 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 Bless the Hearts, uh, Sunny Side, uh, 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 Godfather of Harlem. Uh, mm. uh, Batwoman uh, teased earlier by Devin. Uh, 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 Raising Dion, uh, Rhythm and Flow, uh, The Morning Show, star-studded cast for The Morning Show. Okay. All uh, right. Uh, 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 the Politician is getting a lot of talk. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, of course, I'd say the real big headliner uh, as well on HBO because I think The Politician's an HBO show. No, The Politician is a Netflix show. Actually. Okay, it's Netflix. Okay, I see. But, uh, it's uh, not getting a golden ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess the big headliner for me at least, uh, but the grand debut of The Watchmen. Watch! <laughs> Man! Uh, uh, which uh, uh, I hate to keep on saying it, but really not much of a reader, uh, even in terms of graphic novels. So not really familiar with The Watchmen. You know, familiar well, with the uh, uh, pop culture, you know, reference and all but not familiar with the story or the you know artistic work itself i mean i think uh, a little wink and nod to uh, later i will very much get in the watchmen later into this uh ep as the kids call it but um the watchmen i'm i'd say you go for curiously it now. excited <laughs> i'm curiously excited about just because it's a continuation of like the famous alan moore much like the killing joke uh, the same okay, guy same. wrote Watchmen, which was the uh, famous comic book that, like, for the first time, really put superheroes in the light of like their regular people behind like the okay, mask, and um, kind of shows how what dirtballs they are. And, All right, uh, I see. The end of the world kind of happens. There's a very alternate history that happens in the '80s, and the Watchmen is set in the '80s. And I think, um, much like Doctor Sleep too, that even people that aren't familiar with the uh, the book, uh, The Shining, this is more of a direct sequel to the movie. 
Okay. Where, so the Watchmen uh, movie. That's a good call. Because the Watchmen movie wasn't very good, actually. I forgot about that. Okay, it was wasn't a huge... very good. Oh, you liked it? Okay. Oh, I loved it. Okay, it I was see. a direct adaptation of the comics. So. Okay, I see. More I or less. I was a big fan of the, of the movie. Okay, well, in the movie, too, I guess, it, the movie famously takes place in the 80s. Yes. So this is now, from what it seems like, they're being very cloak and dagger. Ooh, my superhero name. Very cloak and dagger with the... Uh, the whole plot of the uh, what the series is supposed to be, if it's supposed to be a reboot or a continuation of the comics, but it makes sense that it would be a continuation of the movie and the comics because they again they set place in like eighty five, eighty to like eighty seven, eighty eight maybe. Whereas now it's modern times. There is a. Uh, uh, Jeremy Irons is famously playing Osmondeus from the comic books. He's like one of the and the movie. He's like one of the only original characters from said both things that are okay, going to be uh, in this thing. So I'm yeah, very yeah. curious about it. HBO is another good thing, uh, yeah, a very great. good way of like doing stuff like that for fans that uh, kind of make stuff work. Yeah, for sure. I personally, think it might kind of bomb. Really? But, uh, See, from what I've seen with the because again, and like stuff the look good. you're giving me is like someone like me is very excited about it. Is there a big enough fan base for people like me to keep like a very expensive show on HBO to keep yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. I think. So, I, I mean, think they think, of thinking, course they gotta maybe, go. They gotta. They, they gotta uh, for something that's not like a huge pop culture correct. thing. Yeah, they exactly. really gotta grab the guys like me that yeah. have no idea about any of this shit from before, and it just looks. Like a cool. Uh, uh, first of all, it is kind of like the fall HBO show that they're giving big run to, which for me, kind of you think first HBO uh, in terms of TV series. So kind of you know you always give a chance to the new HBO one. Uh, uh, looks cool. Uh, uh, sounds like a real cool subject matter and all. Uh, yeah, uh, you hear it's this you know kind of like Walking Dead or whatever this amazing graphic novel that's going to be the next big thing. So correct, 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 from correct, that yeah, standpoint. Yeah. Forgot about the movie, however, though because I didn't yeah. see the movie. I was uh, kind of expecting as well. Just you know, I was kind of expecting something a little bit more like Sin City ish. Well, it kind of has a little bit of that feel to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where it's like dark comic characters yeah, yeah, that yeah. Are like are a little beyond belief. But for sure, for sure. So, uh, uh, super excited for The Watchmen, though. Uh, any of these other grand debuts? Well, the one really you couldn't keep uh, you? waiting to talk about was uh, Batwoman, of course. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, the, I mean, much uh, like the Supergirl, I'm, you I'm would a never sucker for anything about, on yeah. the CW. So, uh, nah, I really have nothing on Batwoman, and I. Uh, no, I mean, even. I didn't even know that there was a bad woman. But no, I don't really watch any of those CW shows. I like, and they have a very big shared universe too. Whereas, like the Arrow and the Flash, okay, that's and true. The, uh, they're the king. Uh, they uh, of they're, like they're the MCU, they do it very well, and it's DC. No, but that's a big thing that might be coming up this season, really which is a uh, big thing that's happening on those it shows. Makes sense if it all came from Smallville because they kind Correct. of started this whole like. A, well, it's a very MCU thing where, like, this TV series is, like, spawned off other TV series and they all appear yeah, yeah, in each other's yeah. series, much like the MCU. It's DC's does great television and terrible movies. You know okay, what I mean? Where, like, the MCU has nailed this since uh, Robert Downey Jr. has been Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, They've yeah. done this with Arrow with uh, Robert yeah, Amell, who, like, plays Oliver Queen. And they just keep, like, building this okay, universe. And the Flash series started and was successful for the CW. So they do this now, thing where now the, all now these the series are connected. So now the Batwoman was yeah, in, Who like, plays Batwoman? Uh, Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose. Ruby Rose, who uh, made her, uh, I guess you would say her big acting debut on Orange is the New Black. Okay, I see. Which is... Uh, 
show on Netflix that uh, we're not going to go to take it. But uh, yeah, she's the Batwoman now, Carol Kane, which okay. is a character in the DC. Interesting. I could go on this forever. So, <laughs> so I'll cut you off then. All right, thank God. <laughs> and I'll give you. A couple I was running of, out of breath. I'm, I'm going to give you a, a, a couple that I'm super excited for for the season. One of them just in time for Halloween, and about uh, 30 years too late from our childhood. Okay. But the uh, grand day, uh, the grand uh, in Mad About You style, but Creep Show coming back. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All uh, right, kind of like uh, an anthology, almost you know, I guess what, almost like Black Mirror style, where it's going to be. Like a miniseries yeah, this to me horror kind of shows uh, in the ilk of the movies that came out in the 80s. This to me seems much like, uh, and you said it on, on arc, the ARC episode of uh, Netflix and chat of uh, your man, your boy uh, Jordan Peele yeah. doing uh, Twilight Zone. Yes. Whereas like... I get it. Which one's doing this? The NBC only demand network where like <laughs> I get what they're doing. Isn't there enough shows like this? I guess call it in here is kind of a movie slash uh preview is Are You Afraid of the Dark just had their first T V movie on uh okay, I see. Nickelodeon. All right, which, uh, obviously we left out. But I mean Creep Show was but... a great, you know, horror series, uh uh, uh you know, like uh, I just remember, you know, Tales from the Crypt, yeah Creep Show from a kid. Tales from the Crypt never came back, so yeah, never we'll did, give, man. Which is a, which is a shocker. But Creep Show I'd say these other ones, you know, like uh, I don't know, would you say a little bit more Kind of steeped in a different kind of fun than some I mean, of these sci-fi, yeah, kind of, sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. ones, you know, like I mean? horror sci-fi. Yeah, like, but they're not sci-fi. exactly scary or horror, yeah, but yeah. like it has like, and, you know, I, I guess like what you said earlier, like Black Mirror, it does have that little creep factor, but also like mm, a what if kind of like yeah, story. Yeah. But That's not true. as like sci-fi based as the Twilight Zone. There's going to be a lot more gremlins and whatnot, I'd imagine, uh, in, in Creep Show. No, no more gremlins than mad about you. I would say, yeah, uh, slightly. More. They had a lot of annoying neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? But, uh, 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 so Creepshow will be good for Halloween. Another one, though, or perhaps for me, the show of the fall that I'm most excited. Uh, back, uh, anything from the '90s, I give a solid approval. Mad about you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it mad about you style. And I guess maybe this one's maybe a little bit more early 2000s, but uh, 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 in, in, in a day without phones, where nobody makes phone calls anymore, somehow Crank Anchors is doing uh, uh, prank phone calls. Yeah, very interesting. Which, it's just interesting. Uh, I guess the series has already been out. I have not tracked it down. Just right off the bat, interesting where you can't. Just the world of the 90s phone calls and telemarketers and everything were such a common prevalent thing you really can't do so do is it then, more yeah. like a are they doing different kind where it's computer pranks or they're going into chat rooms yeah, and uh, they, making cartoon versions of that that's something a like good that. call you know where I mean? they're, like, they're reading live chats that could be it I could th- see because the cast is pretty much the same yeah, I, I mean, mean it looks Sarah like Tracy Silverman, Morgan Jim Sarah Florentine Silverman, Adam Goldberg uh, exactly and uh, like uh, uh, the puppets, though, aren't familiar. You know, it's it's not special ed or any of the familiar characters. Well, I think they'll the be day. like the Tracy Morgan character look familiar. I. Yeah. But it wasn't the same guy, though. You know what I mean? Well, sure, I but name, I also but get why Special Ed might not yeah. be a uh, no, character. But you know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen them actually uh, uh, referring any to uh, Like, it's not a reboot of the same characters, I don't think. So it's the same comedians doing different characters. It'll be interesting to see if they Also, hashtag bring back Special Ed. <laughs> Here at the Geeked Up Podcast, dude. We ain't watching the new one. 
I don't mean to speak for you, Leo, but uh, <laughs> we ain't watching Crankgangers unless special edits. <laughs> Understands, but uh, but gonna watch anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. But again, just kind of out of uh, uh, interested to see how that one actually plays out. I would um, say the only other two that I guess uh, you were saying coming back earlier, but uh, Castle Rock and Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan would be the uh, Tom Clancy, uh, of course, Jack Ryan. But these are the back. The, we're getting back into the comeback shows. Yeah, I'm, I'm bouncing around. Okay, here. he's bouncing around. So back into the comeback. Like our time theory. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say uh, Jack Ryan is the one that's coming back on Amazon. Two Amazon shows. Actually, I think one Amazon, one Hulu. Jack Ryan, of course, is coming back with uh, Jim from The Office. Oh, hilarious. Uh, And then uh, who also has been famously played by (laughs) Alec Baldwin, Harrison Ford, Ben Affleck, Chris Pine. Now Jim from The Office. Now Jim from The Office. The latest in the line. Uh, First season was good. Okay. Yeah, it was a solid uh, CIA. Solid adventure tale, kind of. And the other big one I'm excited for is uh, Castle Rock. Just Stephen in that, King. Stay in that Halloween-y, Stephen yeah, yeah. King mood. The first season of Castle Rock was, dare I say, eh. Okay, now what's the premise here? Is it a... Uh... It's a town that shows up in a lot of Stephen King books. Okay, like, Castle Rock shows up all the time. Okay. Like, uh, so Cujo King was in Castle Rock. Universe. Salem's Lot was, like, right outside of Castle Rock. Okay, Even uh, Derry uh, from It is, like, right outside of like, okay, the town next to Castle Rock. Interesting. So they have this uh, uh, Stephen King backstory history of it. The second season supposedly have nothing to do with the first season. Okay. It looks like the first season pulled a lot. Like, remember that rabid dog from Cujo? <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I, we get it here. So much so that one of the characters' name ended up being like, I'm Jackie Torrance. I'm Jack Torrance's uh, okay, so niece just like from The Shining. It. I was yeah. like, oh, I get it. But again, it's on these uh, pay channels we watch. Uh, I get to mention it now because this is in our Netflix show, so I feel like I can mention the Hulu <laughs> yeah, and Amazon yeah. shows. <laughs> and but, this is uh, a, 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 a Amazon? Yeah. Uh, Jack Ryan, Amazon, Amazon Prime, and um, Castle Rock is... Is a Hulu. Is a Hulu. Okay, I see. Who you? No, Hulu. <laughs> Um, all right, so I guess that uh, would that pretty much be all the TV shows. I guess um, uh, 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 Godfather of Harlem, Forrest Whitaker <laughs> yeah. uh, looks uh, not not terrible. Well, that looks like it's one of the uh, paint channels that uh, neither of us have. I don't <laughs> yeah. have epics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't I'm, have. I'm uh, not putting down extra cash for epics. But. I feel like Godfather of Harlem, uh, Morning Show, and the Connors. Are things you bring up to us in the email that we forgot? <laughs> the email, of course. I is... mean, the morning show is a star-studded cast, but people that I just don't really want to see in things anymore. Yeah. Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. It's just like, all right, if, uh, yeah, sure. so fifteen years ago, this would have been uh, amazing. But, but if you're dying to uh, talk to us about it, email us in at the uh, the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail dot com. That's uh, that's the you gotta put that the in there the geeked up podcast. But of course, you would know at this point in the show, this is usually the time we would take a closer look at something we've been talking about a lot. But what if maybe this time we take a closer look at the uh, things we haven't talked about? <laughs> closer look, closer look, closer look. Break out the telescope. Then the microscope, all of your other scopes, it's exactly what you hold. 
We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Oh, yeah. Uh, No matter how many times and how many years this show has been on. Uh, I still cannot. Uh, <laughs> it's still you, a smash hit. Uh, <laughs> it might be the fact that I just can't figure out a segue out of that song, or the fact that he ends with a closer look. <laughs> but this uh, closer look, you know, I think we've run out of uh, how many movies uh, Stephen Root's been in, or uh, yeah, we've how done. many spooky sequels there's been for October. <laughs> I think this one, uh, you know, we I think this we really uh, talked a lot about the Joker. We talked a lot about. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, we gave you guys a pretty extensive rundown of all the fall movies, <laughs> movies and TV shows that are coming out. But you know, like, but there's a lot in that Andre, Andre Dobby props, song. Uh... Exactly to give Andre props, he does say a lot in that song that we wrote about uh, yeah comics. So there's all sorts and... of other stuff uh, in the fall that we have to preview as well in this special. And God uh... damn it, we didn't talk about it. So let's take a closer look. <laughs> At the things we didn't talk about. (laughs) Uh, uh, So this is literally uh, all the things that are not in the first verse. Movies and TVs. I know you thugs feel me. Yeah, we uh, movies and TV check. So I guess uh, what's next? Music and gaming. You know what we're you know what we're saying. You know what we're saying, uh, Liam. You (laughs) also have the uh, Big LW Jamming World podcast out there. Yeah, yes, I think uh, it would be remiss to you to. So uh, I'll give a couple of the, some of the things going down in the music world. I guess uh, starting, of course, uh, with ooh. the second annual uh, a tr- geeked up trip to Haunted Hill. Uh, yeah, the, that's the picture I got to put up there. Is me in the uh, weed cigar smoking face. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. But uh, from yeah. from geeked up Haunted Hill uh, number one, volume one, Cypress yeah. Hill back in New York City for the annual uh, Halloween tradition. Expect uh, uh, the geeked up boys. If you want to get a butterfinger, you trick or treat. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <my> Cypress Hill <laughs> impression right there. Uh, I mean, I would have gone with insane. Am I weird, Al? No, but. Uh, <laughs> But so uh, 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 huge, huge news there uh, with the Haunted Hill back to New York City uh, uh, as well. Uh, another big kind of Halloween. Well, Halloween always a big concerts yeah. in the city, but uh, a huge punk rock uh, Halloween concert as uh, a week or so before. But big reuniting from the Misfits. Oh, okay. classic punk band of all time, getting uh, the full band back together for like the first time in twenty years. Well, you heard how punk Having... I am when I said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, very, very punk rock response. <laughs> yeah. But uh, first, like Misfit show in thirty years, it's you know some type of Halloween theme at the uh, Halloween, the Misfits Halloween ooh, something or another. Ooh, okay. So uh, I believe Rancid on the bill as well. Nice destination, uh, right? Uh, I guess in very sad Halloween news, but Phil Lash had to cancel. The annual Capitol Theater run due to back surgery. However, good news, Dark Star uh, Orchestra going to be filling in at the cap as well. uh, Dead and Co. at the Garden for Halloween. Do you know what uh, show DSL is going to be doing? I'm assuming some Halloween show. That's a good question. I haven't looked into it, but uh, I'm assuming potentially Fillmore East uh, uh, 69 or potential Radio City uh, uh, 1980 for my uh, Halloween picks, I guess, for DSO. Nice, nice, nice. But uh, I guess that is the, those are the big music stories going down 
of I, the fall. Uh, well, music I guess and, uh, for everything gaming. else, consult. By the way, like you like you mentioned, for all other news, consult Big LW's Jammin' World podcast. Jammin' World. Where of course I give you all the big news and talk in the world of music, disregarding all the whack shit. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was on an episode of that, and I think I did have some whack shit. <laughs> I think I brought some Blues Brothers. I was like, but the Blues Brothers, <laughs> uh, pretty hip. <laughs> uh, in gaming news, I would like to report that uh, again another little late one that Gears of War Five is out and it's uh, bigger and better than ever. The uh, story continues where we left off, but it's still the uh, technological advance, and, like the third person like shooting game where like you you do see your character. You can go in first, but like it's uh, same thing. It started on Xbox. It's like really huge. I used to play this on. Uh, yeah, no, that's one of the biggest. This uh, is one of those games where I used to go to GameStop to uh, at midnight to like oh, get wow. this game so I could play with my four for homies for the, for the online. Just to uh, okay, so this was uh, one of those online. It's yeah. a, a multiplayer universe. Game's style still game. coming out. It's still like a thing. I know there's going to be a lot of uh, for big MMO players. There's going to be more uh, Easter like uh, uh, Easter eggs. Easter or Halloween Easter eggs out there. Okay, you get your pumpkins, do a throw at people <laughs> on a Sea of Thieves. You're going to see okay, some cool. more skull stuff. So nice. there's a lot of big online uh, gaming things coming out. Online. But yeah, the big thing is the, uh, the Gears of War 5 being out now. It's live right now. And being this, uh, the October uh, month. That they are doing the classic like uh, skull heads and pumpkin head things nice, on the PvP nice. stuff, and it's a lot of fun. And this game just keeps getting better and better and more fun. Yeah, definitely you can play like, like the sixteen games as well. That yeah. everybody's talking about exactly. It's uh, one of Xbox's staples. It's yeah. like besides Halo, it's like they're Mario Brothers. Okay, you I know see, what I mean. See. Very violent assholes, these uh, Xbox. It's either, you know, between Halo yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> I mean, Mario, we are going down some slides. That is the... Uh, mushrooms. That's the big game I'm going to make, is the... Uh, you make a friend. You socially... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You awkwardly walk through the social things of being new to a big city and trying to make <laughs> friends and... <laughs> That would be the game. What do you say here? I've been there, even though you haven't. Say a lie. Uh-huh. It's uh... all right. So I guess that's. Uh... <laughs> I really went somewhere yeah. there. I guess that's uh, uh, that's for that's it for music and, uh, and, gaming. and gaming. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I, I know guess what you're comic books and tech. I guess uh, uh, comic books. We did just have the big New York City Comic Con take place. So right. uh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm counting that as comics. Comic yeah. Con. So, Comic Con. Is there any out. big uh, Comic Con news? They showed the uh, the third Walking Dead trailer at okay, uh, old Comic Con. Nice. Uh, House of X. The uh, X Men story is wrapping up. Where uh, uh, Professor X is finally saying maybe the uh, mutants and humans should live somewhere different. Um, Spider Man had a big thing, and I think at uh, New York Comic Con they officially announced that Sony and MCU Marvel okay. are, f- are officially going to do another Spider Man three. There was a lot of worry okay, there so- where uh, Fox was going to uh, the contract ended after uh, Spider Man Far From Home. Okay, interesting. Where, Which was like, great, by the way. We didn't talk about it, but we over did the talk summer, about one of the uh, best movies with Spider Man. Really great movie. Sure. And uh, Sony after that, their contract kind of ended. Okay, Sony was going to uh, be like, all right, well, we don't so need the huge MCU news. And I think now they finally announced they're going to make another movie. Uh, okay, there's a lot of big movie out there. Um, 
Masala Ali, your boy I am Ali is playing Blade in the MCU now. Okay, interesting. Uh, um, they were all there at Comic Con. I guess the biggest Comic Con news is uh, speaking back to Walking Dead is Maggie is coming back. Uh, it's one of those <laughs> things where her show on like CBS didn't really work. I see. So uh, she's coming back to Walking back. Dead. Never really kill her off. <laughs> but that's uh, comics. What about? Uh, all right, so I guess for and tech, tech and all I'll that stuff tech. you ain't up on yet, <laughs> I'll handle tech where uh, they invented uh, uh, these new crazy things called bobbleheads. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're nice, going to be nice. given a couple these technological okay. adve- uh, 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 wonders <laughs> where there's a, f- a figurine where his head shakes. <laughs> you can't see me. It's a podcast, but I'm uh, I'm slaying a bobblehead and I'm still impression doing right De Niro now. Yeah. Face, so, uh, between the two of us, we're a bobblehead De Niro. <laughs> no, sure we that. just got there. What yeah. uh, what are we doing here? Uh, uh, I guess no bobblehead, no De Niro bobbleheads. But we're I'm gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and we're back. Me and Liam are now millionaires because we just uh, made bobblehead De Niro's. <laughs> but I guess uh, top two bobbleheads coming out of your local. Sports, uh, sports ventures, but uh, uh, at Brooklyn, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, uh, where uh, uh, along with your admission to a Nets game, okay. uh, you get to attend Biggie Smalls Night. Oh, come on. <laughs> there's not a Biggie Smalls Night. There's bobblehead. a Biggie Bobblehead. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Apparently, no. well, the Nets as well Dude, started playing. Is... Yeah, I mean, hopefully a Biggie stomach, uh, a bobble stomach for Biggie would be great. Does this look like he's getting shot? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, uh, the Nets, who have always really embraced the local Biggie, you know, uh, a touch of the new Brooklyn franchise, but they uh, made some deal where, you know, like the famous Biggie, like, sweater that he wore in that poster? The Uh, big uh, uh, Easter kind of looking, uh, the bright, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They kind of, the Nets have a jersey that they wear that they use that pattern on, like, the rim. So I'm assuming he's going to be wearing... That sweater in said bobblehead, all right. But attend your biggie night, <laughs> and where, where, whereas uh, me and Devin went in pirate shirts for Seinfeld night, yeah. going in blackface for biggie night. <laughs> I can tell you right now, we are not <laughs> the but, sweaters, though. Yeah, but uh, I guess so. That's uh, the in in Brooklyn. That is uh, one bobblehead, all right. Uh, for for your hockey bobblehead of the year, however, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, nice. we're getting a uh, on W. WWE night in The Rock, we're getting P.K. Subban wearing a Ric Flair robe. It doesn't matter what robe you're getting. That's my only thing about. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's yeah, the Rock, it works. right? I, yeah, I, I know that, right? It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess those are your two bobbleheads that you're going to need to add two. to your Seinfeld oh. night collection. Uh, right. So I guess that was te- two more than I was expecting. So in tech news, uh, uh, th- those are your bobbleheads. All right. And I guess everything you all on up yet. I uh, guess in another tech news as well as I guess it's kind of tech uh, because it's something that me and you have talked about a long uh, a lot, but it's not quite a movie, but it is taking place in a movie theater. Okay, this doesn't sound like tech. This sounds like uh, comic books and tech. Should be anal. Okay, yet. yes. 
For sure. Yes. Right. Am I, uh, You're right. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is some shit that you might not be up on yet, but uh, uh, <laughs> me and Devin have been talking about it for a while, that they need to start putting more shit in movie theaters. Uh, starting this fall, you can catch your Sunday NFL football at local uh, AMC theaters. Nicely done. With the tables and the nice chairs and exactly. your feet going up. Exactly. Nachos, on the huge screen with beer, the big speakers. Nice. Uh, the, nice, the, the, nice, the, nice. The various AMCs are kind of having different teams so you can go to the giants and kips bay and the jets so you can run out of the uh this would be good for uh like playoff time when like there is like i remember watching the uh steelers taking a knee and watching the baltimore ravens game one year to see if the ravens lost the game then the steelers would go to the playoffs having said that if they were like these people in the steelers stadium or the theater watching the steelers game are we uh this <laughs> yeah, is some yeah. shit we might not be up on yet uh, yeah for sure but this is sounds like a good idea movie so theaters should some other shit you might not be up on yet but brand new wrestling promotion no boy uh, <laughs> starting <laughs> to compete with wwe AEW on TNT. Mm, I love a good root beer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess that is movies and TVs <laughs> and uh, music and gaming and comic books and tech and some shit that you might not be up on yet. So we've made Andre Davi proud. Woo, baby. And uh, uh, perhaps uh, uh, in honor of that, maybe one more cl- one a more classic from Andre Davi. One more Andre Davi classic indeed. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, yow it's gonna be a hoe. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, yow it's gonna be a hoe. Stephen Rowe, Stephen Rowe, yow it's gonna be a hoe. Yow gonna be a hoe. Gonna be a hoe. And this one is gonna be a hoot. We haven't done a Stephen Root in a while. I'm it's thinking. been a while. It's uh, been a while. <laughs> but um. I think because uh, since we're doing the fall preview, I guess the beginning of this month, we just missed the uh, Emmys. Old Steven Root himself was nominated for uh, yeah, Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, I guess Fleabag cleaned up and Steven Root got snubbed. Yeah. Uh, stories, of the, uh, stories of the Emmys. Stories of the Emmys. <laughs> we haven't done a uh, Steven Root in a while. What we do here is uh, I name three movies or TV shows. Or really just anything our star legend <laughs> and savior Stephen yeah. Root has been in. <laughs> Liam has to be the one to snuff out sniff out the uh the one he has not been in. Yeah, if you're not the familiar one... with Stephen Root, he's the man that's in everything. Yeah. So Devin's gonna give me three movies and I gotta tell you which of these movies Stephen Root was not in. And uh since this is a little fall preview special I am going to go on Steven Root's IMDb page and trying to figure out what movie... I'm going to make up a title here. There's six movies I'm looking at right now that Steven Root could be in. I'm going to name two. One of the movies is, 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 is a fake one, but two of them Steven Root is in. So, in the future... Which one of these movies? So and these are not past movies. These are coming these out. These are coming out. Okay, he hasn't even been any of these yet. You have to guess so from the to title. A blind, oh, yeah. a blind analyze. We're doing a blind analyze. Oh, should we play the game time song? <laughs> we don't have time for that. All right, here we go. Which one of these movies is Steven Root not going to be in? I mean, it is, the, it is the fall preview special, so I guess it's, it's only fair. Here we go. I want to say Bombshell. I'm going to say Indiscreet Neighbors, and I'm going to say The Empty Man. 
the empty man, indiscreet neighbors, and, and bombshell. bombshell. All right, well, I could see Bombshell being the story of Stephen Root uh, having a sex change and becoming a, a girl, <laughs> where he's referred to as the Bombshell, because, of course, he's a smoke. Because who else could yeah. play that role? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, he's a, he would be smoking hot as a chick. He'd be a real Bombshell. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Stephen I mean, Root. <laughs> in them heels, too. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I can definitely see that. So, then there's Indiscreet Neighbors, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, The Empty Man. The Empty Man. Did you say, uh, right, uh, uh, The Empty Man, I could definitely see Stephen Root. <laughs> that sounds very Stephen Root, sight unseen. Uh, I mean, everybody knows who Stephen is. So he's not, he's not going to make a very good indiscreet neighbor uh, or discreet neighbor. Discreet neighbor. <laughs> you know, yeah, like indiscreet neighbors. <laughs> uh, there's nothing discreet about Stephen Root. He's uh, the most charismatic, b- brimming with, char- with charisma. Uh, uh, however, the empty show? man, he could really show his acting range by uh, uh, by by playing one of these uh, pathetic losers. No oh boy. So, or is he not the empty man? Uh, no, I believe he is the empty man. Or is he an indiscreet neighbor? He's, he's clearly neighbor. the star of the show. But he's not an indiscreet neighbor. He's clearly... Uh, everybody knows Stephen Root, so I'm going <laughs> that he was not in... in he, he, he could not pull off being an indiscreet neighbor. So I'm going with the uh, – Stephen Root was not in The Indiscreet Neighbors. So before your final answer, you're saying this guy's a bombshell in drag, as you predicted. <laughs> he's uh, an empty man, so of course he's going to play this. So Indiscreet Neighbor, just because you know him, you'd be like, yeah, was Stephen Root. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, as, you're, yeah. as great as an actor as he is, not even Stephen Root could pretend not to be famous. You're a real so. weirdo, man, because you got it right again. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh, how uh, – <laughs> Stephen Root, 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 Root. I've got that Stephen Root. Yeah, so uh, remaining undefeated, I believe, in the Stephen Root challenge. Nah, some things never change, player. Uh, <laughs> although I did lose in the uh, Ellen in the Sue Ellen Mischke uh, Seinfeld challenge. That's uh, uh, although consult geeked up game time. That's a game time we got to go back to on that one, <laughs> man, because your big uh, the Jerry Banger <laughs> thing was a real yeah, exactly uh, oh for one into Jerry Banger, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't even play. So, but slay the trivia. Remember to find us all on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook. Email us at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. That's the game. I guess uh, that's the Stephen Root. Liam is uh, <laughs> Stephen Root champion once again. And I guess uh, with the that, that just about wraps up the fall special. It really does. Oh, there it is, finally. I've been waiting at uh, <laughs> Cliff's end of this whole, uh, whole time. But uh, that is true. That is the uh, wrap up. Email us any comments, concerns at thegeekdevpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Devin Barnes. That was Liam Whalen. I remember, guys, you don't have to work tomorrow. Why don't you go ahead and get geek up? Ooh, baby. Stephen Root, Stephen Root, Stephen Root. Roots Coup 2021, baby.